Hello guys and welcome to Nintendo News, the talk show where we talk where I talk about um what what do we talk about? Okay, okay, take 2. Welcome to Nintendo News, the talk show where we talk about Nintendo News. I'm your host Nico and to, for the first episode, we're going to be talking about what this show is about, um, some stuff about it, what it's like, and more stuff. Maybe we'll throw in some stuff about Nintendo in there, too. Okay, so first, let's talk about how Nintendo News will work. Uh, it's going to be a, I call it segmented podcast, where everything I talk about, except for this, is obviously is going to be part of a segment. And right now I have eight segments. A couple of them I might going to change later. And I'm probably going to add more later too. So let's <clears throat> get to it. So the first segment that I am going to do, this one I'm going to try to do, every podcast because it's short, simple, and it's called Maker Mania, where I take my top five favorite Mario Maker levels of the week. Uh, Mario Maker is obviously a Wii U game where you make Mario levels and you can share them online. So I'm going to take my top five favorite ones, share them with you, their names, their IP addresses, so you can f- play them yourself if you have the game, and why I like them. So hopefully you can use that to um, find good Mario Maker levels to play if you don't want to make them and you don't just want to go looking for levels. You can use these. Um, the second segment is called Defino Plaza. Obviously it's a Super Mario Sunshine reference with Delfino Plaza. It's where we clear up some misconceptions or help um, define things. That's why it's called Delfino Plaza. The third one is called Blame the Game. And it's where I take some pretty good games or really any game at all and I critique it until the critique-o-meter has exploded. The fourth one is called Zero Fs, an F-Zero reference, and it's a basically top five. What I do is I just, um, I might get other people's um, top five for it and share that with you, and it's top five anything. Top five Wii U games. Top five things that we like about the Wii U. Top five anything. And it's called Zero Fs because you're saying there's nothing that's a failure about it. So it's like, ha, 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 so funny. Boo, okay. The next one is called Hopes and Dreams. Undertale reference. I couldn't find anything... Nintendo to have to do this, but it's basically what I want to see for future things. Like, the Switch is coming out in March of 2017, and I want want to say, like, this is what I want on the Switch. Blah, 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 blah. That's what would be on Hopes and Dreams. And next is, this one I'm probably going to change the name on, What's coming up on the up and up? Which is, what games are coming out soon? And what things are coming out soon? What's good? What's bad? Just, what's coming up on the up and up? Um, the next segment is called Splatfest, where I just give you short, snappy little bursts of information just coming at you at waves of Nintendo news. Just keep on coming. Like Splatoon. Splatoon reference. It's just little bursts of news. That's really all it is. 
The last one is called Lightning Lines, and it is where, if any of you listen to NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which you probably don't, but if you do, you know their lightning fill-in-the-blank game where you take information from the week's news or news and you make, you quickly say something and there's a blank somewhere and they, and... Someone else needs to fill in the blank. And so it's like a game show. It would be me versus someone else. Or um, two other people versus them versus each other. Things like that. That's going to be my game show. So, yeah. Everything I do is going to be in a segment. There might be some other things sort of like this. Just floating around not in a segment. But that is going to be very rare. So prepare to be de Mario amazed. Thinking of stuff like this right off the spot is hard, man. Alright, to kick off this first episode of Nintendo News after what we just did, let's start off with Zero Fs. Welcome to Zero Fs! To kick off Zero Fs for our first Zero Fs, we're going to Zero F the Zero Fs. The topic for today's Zero Fs is going to be... What are your top five Wii U games? I'm always going to save my opinion for last. So first, let's start off with my friend's top five Wii U games. We'll go from his least favorite to his favorite game on the Wii U. So his least favorite is Mario Party 10. Now, I call him Mr. Short and Sweet because he gave... When I talked to him about this, he gave the absolute shortest answers I've ever heard. So, the only thing he said about this was that, honestly, he thought Mario Party 9 was better, but he still liked Mario Party 10 a lot. That was all I got. But, his fourth favorite is Super Mario 3D World. Now... He actually didn't say much about this one. I asked him, like, what did you like about it? Like, is it just because it's a 3D game? Did you like the music? He said, yeah. He said it's a great game. The gameplay is good. And it's 3D Mario. Are you serious? Do you have to ask that? That's what he said. And his third favorite is... Mario Kart 8. And the things that he loves about it is how much customization there is and the new anti-grav mechanic. Uh, He loves how much customization there is with all... There are so many cars, so many wheels, so many planes. There are tons of characters. And he thinks the anti-grav is cool. Makes sense. His second favorite is Splatoon. He says it's it's a great game. It's super duper fun. And it's a Nintendo shooter. Nintendo doesn't usually do shooting games. Because that's just not what Nintendo does. But because it's Nintendo, he feels it's a Nintendo shooter game. And you can't miss out on it because it is awesome. And his all-time favorite, which inspired me to make Maker Mania segment. I'm guessing you can guess it. Super Mario Maker. I said that in a very bad accent. Let's try that again. Super Mario Maker. That sounds a lot more like what it sounds like in the game. But he... Didn't say much about this either. 
all he said was, there's so much stuff, so many levels, so many components, it's infinite fun. That's what he said. And I totally agree that Mario Maker is a great game, but I cannot talk about mine until I go through all the ones I don't like as much. We'll do that in... And we're off to the second round of Zero Fs. Da -da -da -da. Okay, now it is my turn to tell you my top five Wii U games. Yay! You're all so excited. Okay, mm, like the other one, we're going to start with my least favorite. Number five, not my least favorite game, but number five on my list, and then work my way up to my favorite. My number five, you may be a little surprised, but it is Minecraft Wii U Edition. Now, most people about this game are like, it's Minecraft for the Wii U. There's not much more, there's not much more about it, but there is. There's a lot more. Um, yes, there's no command blocks, but still, there is everything else than commands and command blocks in the Wii U version. And there's a little bit more, like the mini-games, there, there are, you can create or you can join a tumble, which is like spleef, and they added a whole new spleef version um, you can duke it out in battle with other people around the world online, and you can actually hear what they're saying through the microphones. Personally, I think that's super cool. The other thing is it has built-in skin packs that you don't need to buy. So, I made my skin Ludwig, my favorite Koopaling of all time, and I could do it with completely free or without having to make it myself. I just find that awesome. And the texture packs too absolutely rule. Yes, I think you might need to pay for them if you want to make a normal world, but still, even w without being able to make a normal world, going into creative and flying around uh, Chinese mythology or a Super Mario world with tons of builds, I think is awesome, and you just can't do that on the computer or iPad or whatever other version of Minecraft. Maybe you could do it on Xbox or PS4, but I don't know, because I don't have that. Next up, number four is Splatoon. Like my friends, um, there's not really much else to say. It's Nintendo's shooter game and you can do it with other people around the world. The only downer is that you can't have like, there are private battles with just your friends, but you can't, if you don't have enough friends to have you and someone be on the same team, you're just pitting yourself against each other. If you don't wanna do that, you can't make it like an online friend battle thing. That's the only downside. Other than that, I think it is a great game. Coming in at number three is Mario Kart 8. What, probably the best Mario Kart game I have ever played. Not that I've played that many, but looking at it, uh, probably my favorites would be Mario Kart Double Dash and Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8, I think the battle mode could be better. A lot of people think that. Um, and the new Rainbow Road is absolutely horrible. But other than that, there's so much customization. Insanely, insanely good music. I mean, seriously, just go on YouTube, type in Mario Kart 8 music, and just listen to them. They are awesome. The new tracks are incredibly thought through and are great. I just, 
Love the game so much. Next up, we have number two. Coming in at number two, we have Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Lots of things on the Wii U are being, un have like a new version, like Mario Kart and now Smash Bros. There's always a new Mario game, a new Smash Bros. game, and a new Mario Kart game. And they are always so much better than the older versions, except for the normal Mario game. I have to say, the Wii version was better, but still, Super Smash Bros. We're talking about that, not the Wii, not the Wii U normal Mario. Super Smash Bros. Oh. My. God. Characters. 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 That's one of the things that I love about Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. Smash Bros. 4. Um, it, there's so many. Um, there's like, you can choose from basically any Nintendo character minus the ridiculous amount of games that came out for the NES that have absolutely no, nothing to do with Nintendo. But, you, there are so many iconic characters in the Wii U version. Um, some of them are overpowered. I usually tend to main those. Sometimes the overpoweredness is too overpowered, but still, there are so many characters to choose from. I'm like, yes! Now, like, you can actually main random and have it be truly random and not be like, I have a pretty big chance of getting Sonic on the... Wii version, because there's not that many characters in Brawl. And the next thing about Smash Bros. is the stages. Yes, more and more and more and more stages as well. Not as, there's not like a huge amount more than Brawl, but yes, they added some pretty good stages to the Wii U version. And then, not even mentioning it yet, the level editor. So, so much better than Brawl's. In Brawl, you had to select the block, move it over with a cursor, place it down, select the block, move it over, place it down. It took forever. Now with the Wii U, you take out your stylus, you actually draw the shape in so you can make irregular shapes which is great and you just draw it you connect the lines pow holy cow you got yourself an incredible level um there's so much design it's just a great game in general the classic mode has much better i mean like the list goes on and on and on of the stuff that i like so much more in smash bros 4 than i had in brawl on to number one and the number one choice for me is mario maker for the wii u personally it's great there's so much. There are so many level elements that you can put in. The levels that you can create are massive. And the you can play infinite levels that other people have made. And there's just so much to the game. There's the idea book that you can play little idea things from the manual. I mean, there's so much to that game. You would think it's so simple. You can create your own Mario level and share them online. But once a game like this is in basically every Wii U system, there are basically infinite levels in Mario Maker. 
and that is awesome and I that is why I have that as my number one for this zero F's now just for some honorable mentions that were just below Minecraft they just didn't make it on the list if the list had been extended yes they totally would have made it on please note they are not in any specific order so it was six instead of five I still don't know which one would be on be in the sixth spot but the honorable mentions I have four are Super Mario 3D World mostly for that it's the music and cat Mario that just like yes give me more but it just couldn't make it on the list um paper mario color splash a great game the story is great the way they tell the story is great the dialogue is hilarious i don't want to give anything away but huey is just so funny like, every time that Huey talks to you, other than, other than when he's like, there's probably a paper cut thing around here. Press Y when things align. Okay, but other than that, every th there's so much. It's just a great game. Next one, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Not many people have this game, play it, but for someone who's favorite Mario character, not including the Koopalings, is Toad. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is a great game. I love things like mini puzzles and basically things that are like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I mean, like, you would think that saying you have to guide someone who can't jump through a puzzle and get to a star, you wouldn't be able to make much out of that. But holy cow, Nintendo thought of so many things that even a hardcore gamer who plays a lot would still get a good day or two out of um, Cap and Toad. Next is Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Now, a lot of people like this game and actually have it on the top five if you've seen any top fives. But, I one, I'm not that big of a Donkey Kong player. Um, the music is great. The graphics are amazing. And the playability is good, too. Just... If I had a choice between playing anything on my list, on my top five list, or Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, like even Minecraft or Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, I would still choose Minecraft, probably just because I'm not that big of a Donkey Kong player. And with that, this ends Zero Fs. For our next segment, we're going to be coming up on the up and up. And we are going to be talking about Super Mario Maker for the 3DS and about Super Mario Run, the first Mario iPhone and iPad game. First, let's talk about Super Mario Maker for the 3DS. Now, the release date has finally been set. It's probably been set for a long time and no one's told me, but it's coming out December 2nd, which is very, very soon. And I am hyped. Everyone put it on your Christmas list if you have a Wii U. I mean a 3DS, and if you don't have a 3DS, put that on your Christmas list too, because this is going to be great. There are a couple things that I need to talk about. Um, 
a Mario Maker for 3DS. I when I, as soon as I heard about this, I was like, heck yeah, because I have Mario Maker on the Wii U. Obviously, you just heard about that. But other than that, I was like, okay. Now, like, great, it's on my TV. Now, what happens if I need to go over to for Thanksgiving or for Christmas and I want to play Mario Maker, but I just can't do that because I'm not at my house? Well, here's your answer. Just get Mario Maker on your 3DS, a now portable version of Super Mario Maker. Now, I was watching the overview trailer released by Nintendo. You can find it on YouTube. Just look up Super Mario Maker for 3DS trailer. And it's the Super Mario Maker for 3DS overview trailer actually published by Nintendo on YouTube. And I was watching it, and I saw the um, palette with all of the blocks and things that you can put down in it, and it has changed quite a bit. Looking at it, it has everything that's in the Wii U version, only organized a lot differently. In the Wii U version, there were five, yeah, five um, rows of items, each one with 12 items in it. On the 3DS version, there are seven rows with nine in each. After I did the math, I figured out that there are three extra slots in the 3DS version than the Wii U. I don't know if this means that they'll be coming out with um, new things for Mario Maker in the 3DS version that they're just not doing in the Wii U. But I did figure out what those extra slots go to. In the Wii U version, taking a thwomp and shaking it would give you a skewer. In the 3DS version, the thwomp and the skewer are separate. I don't know if that means that you can shake a thwomp and it would turn into something else now. I don't know. But uh, the next one is... Arrows and checkpoint flags have also been separated. And P-switches and keys have also been separated. All three of these changes are good for me because personally, I keep forgetting how to make a stinking key. And it's by shaking a P-switch, which for me is kind of confusing. And making a checkpoint flag is shaking an arrow? I'm, I was fine with the thwomp and the skewer, but still, I use both of those a lot. So having them just separate on the screen would be a welcome thing. Another thing looking at it, in the bottom right, there is a little stylus tool. I think that's sort of, I think that's the customize button from the Wii U version, but I'm still not entirely sure. Um, the other thing, there is no online sharing. So any levels you make on the 3DS version can only be sent, I'm pretty sure right now, through friends or through Street Pass. And I'm pretty sure that's the only way you <coughs> can send other levels, your levels to other people. The cool thing is, once they're sent to you, they're actually sent to you. They are your levels. You can edit them, make changes, and then maybe give that level back to them and see if they like the changes you made. But Street Pass works where... You have your 3DS on Street Pass. And you have a level, I guess. Maybe there's like a Street Pass button. I'm not sure. 
so that when someone else was street pass, you go by each other, your levels swap. So his gets sent to yours, and yours gets sent to him, or her, or whatever. And that's how you would share levels. You cannot, and I'm sad about this, share them online. The online feature means that if the, um, you're connected to the internet, you can go on and play levels from the Wii U version. Um, I think they did this because the 3DS sharing, there really is no online part to the 3DS. Um, and I think that's why they did it like that. But still, that was sort of a bummer for me. Thinking, like, if they come out with any new updates for the 3DS version, they would have to do it for the Wii U, too. Because then there would be no uploaded levels on the internet that you could just play that would have those things in it. They would really just be for your levels. So I'm wondering if they are still going to be updating the Wii U version. I'm pretty sure Wii U games have officially stopped coming out. And so I have updates. I'm a little sad about that. But still, I don't know if they're going to be coming out with uh, 3DS updates for this. I've also never seen updates on a 3DS game. I've never seen that before. Maybe once or twice, but it was just so long ago. I don't think they're going to be doing it. Okay, on to Super Mario Run. For the phone. Yes, that is right. We now have Mario on your iPhone or iPad. This is not for um, Android or Samsung or anything else um, as of the release date that we know of. And, yes, the release date is December 15th. So also put that on your wish list for Christmas. And there is a lot to talk about for this game because we have never seen anything like this. Watching just the first 30 seconds of the trailer... We know a lot. We know that in the normal game mode, Mario runs automatically from left to right. You tap to make Mario jump, and you tap and hold to make him jump higher. Now, a couple of the little hiddener things that you can find in the first 30 seconds is there's a timer. So you're actually timed to reach the end, which does mean you can die or take separate paths that actually would slow Mario down. Because that would be kind of weird if there was a timer, but every time you played it, you would get to the goal in the same amount of time. And that is confirmed later on, but there is a timer Another thing is in the top right corner, right below the coin count, there is what looks like per, uh, collect a little set of purple coins, which I'm guessing are bonus coins. If you can play through a level and get the purple coins in the level, then you unlock something. Now... Being able to, and that's really, oh, and the last thing you can find is that you cannot be hurt by enemies. You cannot be hurt by a Goomba or a Koopa. Maybe the Bowser, we haven't seen much of him, except for a little shot of Mario hitting a stop block. 
and then having a little cutscene of Bowser roaring in Mario's face. But other than that, we don't see I don't see a way that Mario could get hurt because it shows a little Mario finger touching the screen when the person playing this for the video actually hit the screen. And when he comes across the row of Goombas on the semi-solid, the finger does not move. It does not tap. And yet Mario is leapfrogging over the Goombas. So this sort of goes against that there would be a way to die. Because there are mushrooms. I'm wondering, like, what's the point? But it does look like you can be hurt in just different ways than running into things. It was also released that after these 30 seconds, you can um, wall jump, which would also go for slowing you down because you're not moving to the right. There are also, I think in the first trailer, blocks that actually change Mario's direction from right to left until you hit a wall and then he turns around again. That's at least what it looks like to me. Um, and there's also um, piranha plants coming out of pipes, which pretty much tells me you can take damage just in different ways. Because there's a ghost house that's shown that actually has very different things about it. I'll talk about that later. But there are booths in it. And it looks like you can be hurt by those booths. And as you're wall jumping up pipes with piranha plants coming out of them, don't you think you could be hurt by that? Or jumping into a piranha plant that's coming from a pipe on the ceiling. Like, it does seem like there should be damage. But Mario is leapfrogging over enemies in this one little scene. And so I'm wondering, like, what's that about? Um, another scene shows that, yes, you can die by falling in holes. Which is totally Mario. And I'm like... Yes, there's actually an obvious way to die in this game. But there is just... There's so much more, and I don't think I have that much more time. Oh, I probably still have a lot more time. But I have all the time in the world. But still, um, there's just so much stuff. And we haven't even gotten to the other things that you can do in this game. Now, other than... The, uh, oh yes, I forgot about the ghost house. There is, yes, a ghost house scene. That's very interesting. There is a door. One, there's a door. So it looks like, there are many doors actually. There will be doors. The booze aren't floating around. They are... Um, boos that are like on the ground and they move around, they go and they come out somewhere else. They're that type, so that also shows that there will be damage. Another thing about this level that's very strange is that it's not a side-scroller. It's actually when Mario goes off the right side of the screen, he pops back on the left, which is very interesting and watching the scene there are other blocks that are introduced i'm not sure like if you touch a door will you go into it do you have to swipe up or tap there's a spring in this scene there are um walk through coins which are those like little circles that when you go through them a coin appears and you have to go back to get it those are back um ceiling climbing things are back and it looks like some ceiling climbers would actually make mario climb from right to left 
Because if you actually look at the blocks that have the grabbers on it, there's an arrow pointing to the right, which implies that there's going to be some pointing to the left, which make me guess when you grab on, you're going to be going the opposite direction. And I'm just going to see, is there... Yeah, I don't think it actually shows him getting off of the grabber. But there is just so much in this game. It's unbelievable. And then there's Toad Rally, where you go up against other people who have played the game around the world. And you try to get as many coins as you can. Complete the level as fast as you can. And complete daring moves to have toads get interested in you. And you compete against the other ghost. And it's actually represented by a little sticker of Mario. Um, it's represented by that running across. And you have to try to beat them by getting more coins, more toads in more faster time to get better points and beat them. And so you try to get yourself on the leaderboards and that's Toad Rally. The next one is Kingdom Builder. I haven't seen much about this and when I looked at it, it didn't seem that, that interesting. You have a tiny little area that has Peach's Castle on it. I'm not sure if that comes in or you put that there. But as you complete Toad Rallies or maybe get purple coins, you unlock course elements. It might say it somewhere in here how you unlock it. I think it's Toad Rally. But, and you select things from your list. It looks like there's also a shop that you can get stuff like this from. But, um, and you just place that around the kingdom. Honestly, I don't see much else about it. Um, it looks like you can put down toad houses. So I'm not sure if you need to win toad rallies to get toad houses, and then you can put the toad houses in your kingdom, and then, within your kingdom, go into those toad houses and buy stuff with your coins. Now, the other thing about the kingdom builder is I see a toad ticket counter, a toad counter, a toad heart counter actually, and a coin counter. So it does look like you can buy stuff with coins. Racking up toads will help in this. And I have no idea what the toad tickets mean. Other than that, there's not much else. But I've been talking for a very, very long time about this. So I think it's about time to stop coming up on the up and up. Okay, for our last segment of this show, we're going to be <clears throat> Maker Mania. If you don't remember <clears throat> from the first couple of minutes of this episode, Maker Mania is where I share my favorite Mario Maker levels and tell you some information about them, what they're called, and give you the IDs so that you can play them on your own if you have the game. <clears throat> um, like Zero Fs, I'm going to start with my least favorite and work my way up to the my favorite level that I've played this week. Uh, number five is Light in the Tunnel. And what it is, is it's a great level for people who aren't that good at Mario. I played it yesterday, 
picked it up, picked my Wii up, move it, picked my Wii U up today, played the level, and I beat it first try. So you don't need to be excellent, and if you're a beginner of Mario Maker, you will be able to complete this level, and it's also very well made. I just like every uh, lot about this. It's just not my favorite. And the ID for it is 945E00000. Zero two B five five E zero zero. Now my fourth favorite is called Zelda: The Parts of the Triforce. This one is a rather short level, but I just love how it's organized. You go into a pipe and you fall into a room with three normal doors and a locked door. Each of the doors, normal doors, represents a part of the Triforce. You go in and complete a mini puzzle that gives you a pink coin. And then you do that for all three. And then you get your key so you can open the locked door and then get to the end of the level. I think it was really clever how they did it. But still, it's not as good as the last three on my list. And the ID is 08E5000000. F5E2C1. Now, for number three is called Music Note and then a bunch of symbols in Japanese or Chinese. I can't tell the difference, and I also can't read it. So, I'm just going to tell you some stuff about it. From the music note, you can guess it is a music level. And, oh my god, it's awesome. There is so much. There, it's, it's a great song, one. And it actually sounds like music. It's not just like one instrument. It's a bunch put together, and the timing is perfect. It's just, I have no idea how they did it. It was awesome when I first played it. And the ID is CD73000000. Number two is Table Tennis Mario versus Computer. <clears throat> For these last two levels, the ideas and things that they used in the level, I think, is so creative that I had to put them on the top of my list. For this one, you are under a block like a breakable block, but you're small Mario, so you can't break it. On top is a bullet belt launcher, and then on top of that is a spring. On the, uh, on the other side of the table, which is a bunch of note blocks, is basically the same thing, only on tracks, so nothing hits it. So what, it, what that one does is it launches a buzzy needle shell out, it bounces on the note blocks, and you need to hit the block at the right time so that the bullet bill launcher, which is your paddle, bounces up and blocks the buzzy beetle and knocks it back to the other side. If it hits the spring, it goes faster. And so if you get it past the um, computer paddle three times, you win and you get to go on to the next round. But if they make it past you three times in a row, you die. I just think that concept is a great idea, and I would highly recommend you try it. The ID is 6B81000000. Zero, 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 
two, five, one, A, F, D, seven. Now, for number one, Mission Impossible. Bell Mission colon impossible. And I think <clears throat> how they made this level is <clears throat> a great idea. I'll just share what the beginning is like. It's you start off by going in a clown car and riding to the top of a building. Which I guess is like the start of Mission Impossible. And after that you hear the theme song playing just over and over again as you get a mystery mushroom that turns you into a question mark block. And then there are giant Koopas on the ground. You can't jump over them, but there is a normal block, a question, a normal block, a question, a normal block, a hole, a normal block, a question in the ground. And so what you need to do is you need to like jump in the hole and disguise yourself among the question mark blocks that the Koopa walks over you. Next, when you turn into a Goomba, and there are Goombas coming out of pipes, and so you need to kill one and make it look like you're part of the team so that you can get to the other side. I won't share any more, but the level is so well made. The music that they made not necessarily as good as the my third favorite, but still, I just love the theme song, and having it playing as you do the missions gives you a feeling of anxiety, and I just feel like I was always hooked into this level when I, while I was playing it, and I just love this level so much. I would really recommend you try this level. It's awesome. The ID is 6, 7, seven three zero 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 two four c b f b f and with that this concludes maker mania thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of nintendo news your listens count so much, so please stay tuned for the next one. If I'm going to try to come out with a new episode every week or every other week, I'm not sure because this is my first episode. I haven't really seen how much time I have, but I'm going to try to come out with it every week, every other week. It might come out in the middle of the week. I don't know. Just stay tuned, please, for the next episode of Nintendo News. This video is made possible by...